Hey, loves. This is Nalani. And Sasha. Welcome to On Wednesdays We Drink. Cheers, babe. Cheers. This is sad. I think that clinked. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, my glass is not very heavy, so... I don't really think that microphone clink went through clinking. I know. I have, like, a weird insulated glass, so I don't know. It, uh, yeah. It's just sad. We're just sad because we're not together again. Again. Again, we are not together. This fucking pandemic. <laughs> it's okay. We're being safe. We're setting good examples for people. We're doing all of mm-hmm. those good things. So, as much as I would love to actually be in the same room with you... I'm happy to see your beautiful face on our phones. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. So what are you drinking in your weird insulated glass? I'm very curious because you did not want to tell me what you were drinking. So I need to know. I need to know what it is. Okay. So (laughs) my dad got me this. I'm drinking wine, everyone. A red wine. Okay. And guess what it is. I don't know. It is. It's box wine? (laughs) Oh, my God. It is black box wine in the Pinot Noir. (laughs) I love this for so many reasons. I love this for so many reasons. Tell me about your wine and then I'm going to tell you why I love this. It's actually pretty good. Not going to fucking lie. Okay. Um, it's more berry forward. Mm -hmm. Um, it has like strawberries, cherry, and a little bit of rose petal in it. And you can actually taste all those flavors. Oh, okay. Nice. And, I mean, for this cute little box, <laughs> it was about $5. Nice. Okay. How many um, so, ounces is in the little box? It's a hefty, hefty um, little box. Or if it says milliliters, you can do milliliters, too. So, they say you can get about three servings okay, that's in this not box. Bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it's not like a hefty pour, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can, I would say for a hefty pour, you could probably get two glasses out of this. Okay. But still, that's good for an evening. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this is the perfect um, amount for, you know, when you want to relax and you have to wake up to go to your eight o'clock yeah. Uh, job. Yeah. Yeah. So my life, solid, solid. I love that. It's like you'll get a little bit of a buzz, but you will still make it to work on time the next day. (laughs) No wine hangover in the morning, so. Nope. Perfect. This is great. This is so good. So good choice, Dad. I know he listens (laughs) to us, so. Yeah, he's been wanting me to try this. He goes, oh, I hear that it has, like, good reviews and all that. And you know what? I I say it gets the nani approval. Nice. I'm here for it. Okay, so you want to know why it's so funny that you're drinking black box box wine? Why? So I went to Target to get my wine for this episode because I'm also drinking wine. And as I was walking past the aisle, like I already had my bottle in hand. I'm walking past the aisle and I see like a section of box wine. And I was like, oh, how funny would it be if I drank box wine on our episode? not put my bottle back and go pick up a box of wine because that just but can you too. imagine can you imagine if we both were like haha box wine right Ta-da! now and then we're like oh shit 
Oh my that god. Hilarious. What would have you chose? I didn't even remember the name of it, but it just looked cute. And I was like, last time I had box wine was like five or six years ago. And I went to my um, girlfriend's apartment after she had recently gotten her place in LA after we finished college. And she was like, oh, me and my sister were there because we're all friends. She's like, oh, do you guys want box wine? And we were like, what? She's like, trust me, you're going to get drunk super fast. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I mean, it's surprisingly really smooth. Yeah. I mean, it's yep. it's pretty good. Pretty good bang for your buck. Yep. I mean, it's drinkable. It's smooth. I would say it's a little bit higher in acidity Okay. than a bottled wine. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it tastes good. Yeah. I mean. That's awesome. You can have a, a fun time with this shit. Have a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so good. So what are you drinking on your side? I'm very excited about what I'm drinking. Um, so my sister and I heard of this company, and I've been trying to find wherever the hell they're sold, and they're supposed to be sold at Target, but every single time I go to the Target by us, I never find it, and I'm like, wow, what's that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Target after I got off work today because I knew we were recording and I was like, let me just get a wine that I like. And they had literally three bottles left there. And I was like, well, it's destiny. So the wine company, <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how my alcoholic ass looks at things. I'm like, it's destiny. Um, but the wine company is called Black Girl Magic and it is Love by, it. yeah, it's by the McBride Sisters Collection. So I picked up two bottles. I have a rosé and I got a red blend and I opened the rosé tonight. It is quite tasty. Um, definitely a little bit more bright than some of the other rosés that I've had. So it almost tastes like if you're a white wine drinker, it tastes more like a Chardonnay than a Pinot Grigio. Like not as sweet, has some bitter notes to it, but definitely has like a good body. So, I'm okay. excited. I think this is pretty good. And it's a pretty good color. You see that? Oh, yeah. It's like a really rosy, it's a really, rosy pink. Yeah, it's really, really pink. Like, I've had rosés where they're, like, a very light pink. This one's, like, yeah. really, really It's like a pink. deep pink. Mm-hmm. So, Love it. I give it five stars. I think this is great. I haven't had the red blend yet, but I'm sure that'll happen in, like, a day or two. So, um, Yeah, you better save that for me. I'm going to try the red blend. Um... See, wine doesn't get saved <laughs> in this household. I would love you to. You better hide that shit under your bed or I, something. Okay, that's going to be the only way. That's going to be the only way is if I hide that bottle. So I'm going to try, yes. but I'm going to give you no promises right now. That's just, I'm just letting you know. We'll just do the, you know, drive-by pour. Boom, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Swing by the house, I'll just pour you a glass. It'll be great. <laughs> Public service announcement, no drinking and driving, no drinking and driving, people. We are joking. I know. Just I'll drink it when I get home. Yes, exactly. But, you know. No drinking and driving. <laughs> so, now that we've got our drinks and you're all cozy with your box wine, tell me some stories while I sip. What's been going on with your week? Whew. It's actually been a pretty good week, honestly. Um, that's good to hear. So I did fire cupping. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me. Insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. So I initially thought that I was just going to get fire cupping that day, but as luck would have it, the little Asian old man <laughs> was new, like... Your new BFF? My BFF. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
he is like, no, you're going to do acupuncture and then fire cupping. And I, you know, every time I go to my acupuncture appointment, because some of like the needling is kind of painful for me, I have to mentally prepare myself. Yes, yes. (laughs) So I did not mentally prepare myself when I went to my fire cupping appointment. I was like, wait, what? We're doing acupuncture? They're like, yeah, we're going to do that. And then the fire cupping. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I just love how bossy this old man is. Like, I think it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, he's so nice, but so bossy at the same time. Because every time I'm lying down and he comes in the room, he's just like, good to see you again. Okay. Now we're just going to do this. (laughs) Now we're doing this. And yeah, he gives me no warning. He like checks the part of my body fills the energy out whatever and then he just starts poking away (laughs) and I'm like damn it so yeah I wasn't prepared so he of course stabbed me in all the places that hurt and I'm like great (laughs) of course and then I was like doing my acupuncture whatever trying to breathe through the pain and all that and then they come in they take out all the needles and then the lady I think she's, like, one of the nurses there. She brings out... I hear her... Because <laughs> I'm face down the entire right. time. Uh-huh. I hear her come into the room with a box of glass. Oh. And I'm like... It is obviously... Yeah. It's obviously all the cups there. So I'm like, okay. So I'm lying there, breathing. They have, like, um, like classical music on and all that zen music whatever and it's in a dark room and then all I hear her do is turn on what sounds like a fire torch oh shit (laughs) and I see videos where I really thought you were gonna say like the click of a lighter no fire (laughs) torch it is a torch and I'm like oh okay and then she she kind of heard me and she's like oh yeah this is this is going to be intense. I'm just letting you know that. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm lying there. I'm like, well, I can't go back now. No, no. And no warning, no nothing. She torches the, the little cup and then places it on my back quickly. And I just feel my skin just sucking oh. into the cup oh. like at super hard pressure. Like, somebody's giving the most horrific hickey of their entire life. It's just, yeah, it just, it, it wasn't really pleasant. How can you make really a sound terrible? I didn't think it was possible, but look at you. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was just, like, intense sucking. Just, like, horrible. And then she just, it felt like she put 20 of those cups on there. I'm totally exaggerating. It's probably, like... Anywhere from 9 to, like, 13, right? Okay, so 20. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, so it just, I just feel all of my skin just sucked up into these cups. And I'm paralyzed on this table. I can't move. I can't move up. I have no movement in my back Mm -mm. at all. Mm -mm. And I'm just there. And she goes, okay, I'll be back in about seven minutes. No. So she's like, I'm going to put a timer. <laughs> no, they just leave you? Yeah. They just leave you. And then she goes, oh, wait, but is, like, the pressure okay? Because I can release it. I was like, no, nah, if we're going to do this, we're going to fucking do it. We're just going to go. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll be back. 
So she puts on the timer and I just feel just the sucking the entire time. I am so tense and I'm just lying there. And then the timer goes off and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Get this off of me. <laughs> Somebody come back in here. <laughs> no, they didn't come back for maybe another like three or four minutes. What the and fuck? And I'm just there. No. <laughs> no. And then. Don't set a timer because now I got an expectation that it's going to be done when this timer dings. Uh-uh. Don't make me wait. Yeah, no. I was waiting there for a good few minutes. Uh-uh. More. And I'm like, oh my God, get these off. I'm like panicking now. I'm like sweating. And then she comes in and she starts ripping them off. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were going to gently release the pressure or something. No. All I hear is that. Oh, God. Like, just popping off. And it feels like my skin is being ripped off because of how how hard the suction is. But then also, you know, with the fire and my skin reacting, it's like moisture's in there from my, from my skin. Right. So it's like had this extra seal on it. And it just rips off. Uh-uh. And then she, like, places her hand over my back on, like, the part that she took off the cup from. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, this is different. <laughs> and she goes, ooh, you have, like, a few places that are really, really dark. She goes, that means, like, it's stagnant energy or you have toxins in there. And that was, like, my, my lower back and then my top of my right shoulder. Okay. And I was like, my right shoulder makes sense because that's where, like, my issues are with my, my wrist and all that. Yeah, that makes sense. And then sense. I sleep stupid. Uh-huh. So it's like, I'm pretty sure that's, like, the reason why there's, like, stagnant energy. Right. And then I had two really dark circles on my um, lower back. And I was like, well, that could be because of, like, my, um, what do you call it? I see. Oh, Because true. when... Yeah, because when, when I have a really bad flare-up, my kidneys start hurting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, makes sense. Uh-huh. And she was like, yeah, but they're, like, really purple. And I was like, okay. And there's no mirrors in the clinic or in the room. And I'm like, okay, well, I won't see until I get home. Right. <laughs> and she was like, well, it'll take about, like, a week to, like, two, three weeks for them to completely, like, be gone. What? And I was like, okay. And she goes, yeah, the purple ones are, like, really, really purple, just letting you know. And I was like, okay. And I'm, like, freaking out. And I was like, all right. And then I get home, and my dad's like, what the hell? <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, well, now I got to go check these out. So I look in the bathroom mirror, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. These are purple. Like, somebody beat the shit out of me. Yeah, you look like you got That's in a fight bad. with someone who has, like, circular fist. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is kind of gross looking. But, yeah, they're actually all gone. Oh, okay. That's good. Because it's only so been, like, my, a week, right? Yeah. A little over a week, and they're completely gone. So, my, my last appointment that I went to, she was like, wow, like, your skin healed super quickly. I, like, I love yep. that she's impressed. Yeah, I was like, I don't know either, but yeah, here we are. And she's like, do you want to do another one? I was like, no, 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 it's not like, right no, now. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't prepared for that. I have to, I have to mentally prepare because that was a lot. It was, but it felt good at the same time. Okay. Miraculously. I'm going to just, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you live because <laughs> I haven't done that. That sounds crazy as fuck, but 
Okay. I know, and I feel like for people that are listening to this, they're like, "This, you're not making this sound appealing at all." But you're not like, listen. It. <laughs> but listen, I don't like going to the doctors. You know this very well. Uh huh. But I have gone every single week for the past several weeks to get acupuncture. True. And it hurts me. And it's not even something where it's like relaxation, like immediately and all that. Got a massage or something. Like, no. Yeah, it's just, it hurts me. But at the end of our session, I do feel like my muscles are less tense. I feel like I'm relaxed and I feel like my body's reset. Well, that's good. But I guess I just don't explain. I'm just my experiences scared. Don't. You know, I'm just <laughs> that's all. I'm just terrified. It's okay. Yeah, but I do I would say for those that are interested, just do it. I mean, even though it did hurt initially, just that fire and the heat and the suction, like if you have really tense muscles, oh, it just it'll take it all away. Yeah. I mean, like, logically, it makes sense. Like, we do heating pads and, like, heated massage stuff all the time to relax your muscles. So, like, logically, I can see where you're coming from. I just, I don't don't know. Like, the worst hickey you've ever had and then you're sweating. Like, that just doesn't sell it for me. (laughs) I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's just like a weird, it's a weird thing I'm into right now. I mean, hey. And I mean, it's helping me. As so. long as it's helping, that's all that matters. Like, that you're getting some pain in your wrist alleviated and you feel good afterwards, that's the most important. Yeah. I mean, what kind of sucked was that I wasn't able to get a cup on my on my arm. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're, you're too skinny. Like, the cup fell off of me. Oh, no. I was like, damn it. Oh. <laughs> It's okay. They didn't have smaller cups? No. Shit. I mean, they should look into that. They should have smaller cups. Look. But Sk- yeah. Skinny girl problems. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. But I think maybe in the beginning of the year, I might go back for another another session. Okay. Just to see, just like, to see. I'm is it curious. really doing something? Yeah, I'm curious now, like, if the spots on your body that were, like, super dark purple after your first session are going to be as dark the next time, or if they're going to be a little oh, bit I lighter. Oh, I know, right? Like, I'm real curious to see what happens. Me too. I'll have to take a picture. Yeah. I'll be like, look, I got better, guys. Your Snapchat video was great. It was glorious. I was like, she looks like <laughs> a battered woman right now. I don't know if I should Seriously? be proud of her or call the cops. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> They were huge. And I was like, thank goodness it's not summertime. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you would have been, like, fully covered and have people looking at you crazy. Like, it's 105 degrees outside. What the fuck are you wearing? You're like, look, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing is just healing my body. That sounds my awesome. My poor little body. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what have you been up to this? It feels like, honestly, for you and me, it feels like it's been a month since I've really talked to you. I feel like it, yeah. 
I think so. I think we're just, this is the annoying part about both of us being so busy that, like, sometimes we just can't sit and take, like, an hour to, like, catch up and be like, hey, what have you been up to? Like, how are things going with you? It sucks sometimes. I hate adulthood. It's stupid. I know, but I feel like we have, like, especially during this time, especially with football and all that, we make time to hang out together. Mm Mm-hmm. But because and we haven't just, been able to see each other, it's it's been harder. Yeah. It's yeah. been difficult. Well, I'm but healthy, anyway. so that's good. I feel yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, I also, so, like, I've been meaning to clean out this chest that I've had for, like, I don't know, years now since high school. I've had a chest, and I put all of my schoolwork in it. So I have, like, samples from middle school, middle school yearbooks most of my high school work, a good amount of my college stuff, just, like, living in this chest, and... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm a hoarder, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You're sounding like my mom. She had... I found, like, a, a whole box of all her old assignments. Yeah. And I'm, like, a small part of me wanted to hold on to assignments, not because I think they're, like, deeply important, but, like, to see my own growth and, like go over the things that I've learned. Okay. Like, maybe I can, like, relearn stuff because I know that, like, you know, you're going to forget things if you don't work on them, like, all of this jazz. But it's just been sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I really need to go through this. Like, this is a waste of space. There's so much paper in here. Like, I, this is a fire hazard. I need to go through all this shit. So I finally went through all of it, was able to throw out a good amount of it. I was surprised by how much I was attached to things. Like, I had college, <laughs> I had notebooks from college, and I was like, I don't know if I want to throw this out. And I was like, Sasha, am I ever going to remember what this lecture was on Milton? No, I'm not. <laughs> There's no need for me to have this. But, like, a small sentimental part of me was like, I don't want to get rid of my memories. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, I had such a good time in college that I didn't want to get rid of shit. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I did keep some stuff because I, that's who I am, but I kept writing samples because I think that's fascinating. So I have writing samples from like elementary school, middle school, high school, and college, and I put them all in a binder together. So I'm excited for that. And more importantly, I found two very interesting things in this box of goodies that I had. Number one most interesting thing, which I knew I had, and I'm like, I don't think I've misplaced it because I know it's in this box, but I hadn't seen it in a couple years. I was like, I need to see it. I need to touch it. I need to make sure I didn't fuck up and get rid of this thing because this thing is an important thing. So I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, but when I was in fifth grade, um, I have been a Harry Potter nerd since Harry Potter first came out. OG nerd over here. Um, but when I was in fifth grade, the majority of my fifth grade class all liked Harry Potter and we all found out that the director who directed the first two movies was not going to be directing the third movie anymore. And we were all like mad and upset, you know, 10 year olds arguing back and forth about who's a better director because clearly we had the best choice of who was going to be the best director for these films. Don't ask. Um, (laughs) but my teacher, bless her heart, she was so sweet, was like, you know, I, you know, I really like how committed you guys are, like, how much you enjoy this particular books and these films and all this jazz, so she was like, we should write a letter to the director, because everyone feels nice to have their work appreciated, like, that's a good thing to do, so we all wrote individual letters to this director, like, expressing how much we appreciated his work, how much we liked that he, you know, stayed true to the books, and blah, 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 in typical fifth grader writing, so... All of us write these letters. She gets an address to send them to him, probably whatever his fan mail address is, right? Sends them all off, and lo and behold, surprise, surprise, he replied to our class. 
So he sent us. <gasps> That's cute. Yes. So he oh sent us back gosh. a letter, like a letter addressed to the entire class, not addressed to us individually, saying like, you know, thank you so much for your kind words and your support. Like it was such a good journey to be a part of making these films, blah, blah, blah. And he sent us one, uh, that letter with enough copies for every person that's on like official Harry Potter letterhead, has his signature oh, wow. on it. Yes. And he was like, I'm going to send you guys all a still from the movie. So I have an original <gasps> photo still from that, from the first film. And it's him, Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter, uh, Emma, not Emma Stone. Why am I Watson. Watson, thank you. Who plays Hermione and Rupert Gentry, who plays uh, Ron. All three of them are together. You can see Tom Felton in the back, who plays Draco, and the director in the front. So I was like... I know I have this somewhere, and I opened the box, and it was in the box. I was like, yes! That is yes. so awesome. You need to frame it. I do need to frame it. I do, was, like, a shadow box type of thing. I was very proud of 10-year-old me, as well as my parents and my sister, because when I got it, I came home with it, and I was super excited. My parents were like, you're going to put that in a plastic sleeve, and you're never going to touch it, because this is an important thing to hold on to. And I was like, okay! So it's literally lived in a plastic sleeve since I was 10. Like... Oh my gosh. So the wow. paper's in great condition, the photo's in great condition, like I am very proud of It could of be my your party. little mini fortune one day. Right? <laughs> one of these days. Although I think that like, photo has been seen now, so it's not like a never before seen photo. If it was a never before seen photo, then yeah, I could probably make like a photo. Oh ton girl, of money. you'd be sitting on a bank right yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm almost positive that photo has been like circulated through the internet a bajillion times. So it's not that special. But still I'm happy for myself. And then... That's so cute. Yeah, I was really, really glad that it was still there, and then I hadn't, like, fucked up and put it somewhere else and forgot about it, so I was like, whew, okay, saving you. And then, get <laughs> this, I didn't know I had this, so when I was going through all of this, I was like, where the fuck did this come from, and why do I fucking have this? I have a photo journal printed in 2002 that recounts the 9-11 attacks. So it's like a, what? yeah, it's like a published photo book that has all of these like original photos from the day. And I was like, what the fuck? Why do you have that? Where did it come from? What the heck? So I was like, okay, well, obviously I'm saving this because I don't think I've seen this before. Like, okay. So yeah, treasures. Treasures. You have in literal my chest. treasures. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't know. But yeah. But all the rest of the junk that is, is gone. That is such so. a random thing to have. Don't get it. In between my yearbooks. Like, I had a stack of yearbooks in there, and it was just chilling. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, I'm proud of, like, how old was I in 2002? I don't know. I'm proud of childhood me. For being like, this yeah. is going to be important one day, let me hold on to it, rather than just throwing it away, or, like, having it get destroyed in my backpack with, like, all of my crayons. Who knows? So I'm, pr <laughs> I'm proud of childhood me for making a good choice, but I'm like, I don't know why I have this. I have no idea why I have that. But I got yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really random. I showed my mom, she was like, I wonder if you got this at school. And I was like, Maybe. Because that was, like, a weird day at school. Like, we all just kind of, like, didn't do anything. Yeah, we just sat there and we're just, like, just watching the TV. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe I did get it from school, but. Maybe. Yeah. 
yeah, strangeness. That and the only other thing going on in my life is not really going on in my life. It happened to my sister and I was like, I felt bad and entertained all at the same time because I'm a trash human. So <laughs> she, her dog in some way, I don't know how, but he has the heaviest of heavy heads and he turned his heavy, heavy head into her face and now Sable has a black eye. <gasps> yeah. Like, it's not bad. Are you serious? I'm serious. It's not bad. It's not swollen. It's like a bruise. Like right now, right now? Like right now, right now. Like if she Snapchat you right now, you would see it. <gasps> it's like a, oh, it's like a no. small bruise that sits like underneath her eyebrow and like in between that space between like eyebrow and like the middle of your eyelid. It's just like bluish purple. <laughs> I was like, oh man, bruh. Because when she showed it to me, like, she had put concealer over it, so her eye looked, like, a little big, like, a little swollen, almost like she was, like, had allergies or had been crying, and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, and she was like, no, dude, like, it hurt to put concealer over it, so the next morning when she didn't have makeup on, I was like, oh, oh, you're blue, <laughs> like, bruh, she's like, I know, so, yeah, she's healing, and her poor sweet puppy, I love him so much, he didn't mean to do this, he just has a heavy head. And didn't realize how close her face was because he was giving her kisses and he turned. Um, he was giving her kisses and he bruised her face. He did oh. me too. <laughs> that was some aggressive kisses. <laughs> but then he's he, like, I'm just going to kiss you, damn it. I just want to love you with all my heart. And then just bam. So <laughs> he's like, oh no, what have I done? He felt so bad because she just like stopped and like held her head. And so he was like giving her little kisses on her knee like, mom, mom, are you oh, okay? <laughs> I was like, that hurts oh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie's big ass head. He's done that where he's hit my chin mm -hmm. and I've either bit my tongue or he's hit my lip mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, <laughs> Your big ass head is gonna bust my lip open. Right. It's like I'm surprised I'm not bleeding right now from your heavy ass head. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aww, she's fine. Baby. She's fine if anyone is concerned about her. She's okay. But yeah, it was just a very interesting story to wake up to. Because of course this happened before I woke up. It was like Saturday when I was off and it happened before I got up for the day. And she's like, Yeah, I put concealer on my eye, my eyes kind of swollen. I'm like, what the fuck goes on in this house? <laughs> Oh, man. A bitch Poor can't staple. nap. I mean. <laughs> but that's all I got for what's going on with me. Do you want to get into this? Oh, yeah. So we're going to move on to our wifey wisdoms. And this this portion or this week's episode is going to be, I feel like it's going to be fun. <laughs> I am very excited for this. I cannot wait. It's going to be hilarious. And it's going to be about cringe-worthy moments yep. of our, what, childhood, teenage our years. Our just our existence. Cringe-worthy shit that we've done. Yeah. So buckle up, guys. This uh -huh. is going to get real cringy real quick. Yeah. Basically, 2020 as a year is cringe-worthy. So yes. why not revisit some epic cringing moments in our lives? Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Do you want to do the first one? Sure. Okay. So we're going to start with a cringy celebrity crush we had. Go for it. 
I don't even know who I would choose for my cringy celebrity crush. Like, like you have a solid good celebrity crush, I still, which is Leonardo DiCaprio, and I fucking stand by it. <laughs> like, I know, I know, without a shadow of doubt, he is aging to look like Jack Nicholson. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It does not look good. It's not. Mm-mm. Anytime he doesn't have a role lined up and you just catch a picture of him from the paparazzi, I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I'm crying over here. The hair, the dad bod, the style, the fact that he always looks surprised in photos. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, no. The second he gets a new role, he's, like, all cleaned up, completely fit, the hair looks great, the beard is no longer scraggly. I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't you look like that all the time? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I can't with you. (laughs) So I should be embarrassed. I should be embarrassed. He's older than my parents, and he looks like Jack Nicholson on a bad day. And I I still stand by it. I won't. I'm not changing my mind. Oh my god, I can't breathe. Right <laughs> oh. <laughs> so cringe all you want. I fucking stand by it. I'm not. I'm not changing my mind. Oh my god. <laughs> like I like I didn't even. <laughs> Uh, like, I didn't even think that Leo could be cringy but with your beautiful description of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is a description of a man I love. God, imagine what I could do with someone I hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much for that. <laughs> Starting off strong, you know? Starting off strong. <laughs> Okay, got my ab workout in for the day. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm not even. I'm not gonna drag anyone else. I'm not gonna drag anyone else. I'm just. I'm dropping the mic at that one. That's where I'm at right now. So boom. okay. That's this is gonna be really hard to follow. <laughs> I feel oh, like you're just so good though. You're just so good. <laughs> So, I okay, I think, like, every young girl had a crush on Zac Efron in, like, high school musical days, right? Yeah, I can validate. I can vouch for that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, had a crush on Zac Efron. Not so much now. I just, I don't know. I just outgrew him, right? Okay. A lot of women would probably smack me right now, but. Yeah, me included. He's just grown with me. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you continue. I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't rationalize it. But you you're know. allowed to grow out of someone. That's totally okay. Yeah. But anyway. Oh wait. You know what? I am gonna drag someone else. Who? I have to oh, do God. it. I have to do it. I can't. I, I can't. I just thought about my like preteen, early teenage years obsession with Aaron Carter. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I'm gonna have to end the podcast. He had blonde right hair and he bleached it platinum. What? <laughs> Ew. Ew. And he has like pasty white translucent skin and you bleach your hair platinum. Bruh, that's not a look. That's not a look. 
and then you <laughs> spike it, like, oh, God, oh, God. It was just, mm. yeah. Uh-huh, I judge myself for that. Oh, yeah, he did not age well. No. I mean, he has a face tattoo now. Oh, God. Well, I mean, he didn't start strong. Like, I don't know what was wrong with 13-year-old me. That was not a strong start. <laughs> what, was, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? No, it just went downhill <laughs> fast. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cringy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So bad. It's okay. It's okay. I've grown. Your taste in men have has evolved. Probably not. Did you just hear what I said about Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't think it has. Oh my gosh. Stop. We need to stop talking about Leo. (laughs) And this is why I'm single. Okay, next one. Anyway, so like I was saying, Zac Efron. Mm Mm-hmm. I, it's not cringy, but this is the part that makes me cringe thinking back on it. Okay. So my, my family... Fed into this obsession, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh yeah, let's let's buy you everything, Troy Bolton," because that was his role in High School Musical. I feel my bad mom for you already. So we're very big Disney lovers, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom went to this Disney store, and she literally found a Troy Bolton clearance pillow. I love it. With- it's clearance again. <laughs> It is clearance because let's she didn't be honest, buy it like, full price. Clearance, okay. no. So she bought me that, <clears throat> so that way I could have Troy Bolton on my bed every night. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! But you no. know what's crazy? No. You know what's crazy? I had an Orlando Bloom. I was gonna um, ask. I was Will like, Turner? Yes. I had that pillow, and that's fine. I don't cringe about that. I cringe, but. Why? Why a pillow? It's bitch? Orlando Bloom. I understand, but a pillow? I wouldn't have a Leonardo DiCaprio pillow. <laughs> I'm a judge. But you can have a poster of him. That is fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's regular obsession behavior. Pillow takes it too far. <laughs> gotta so have the boundaries. Yeah, you have to draw the line somewhere. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, so I will not apologize for my Will Turner pillow, but I need to apologize for that <laughs> for Troy Zac Bolton Efron. one. <laughs> yeah, that Ooh. was like, what were we thinking? I, I don't know. I don't know. Why were we like this? I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, hug, Next one. hug that Troy pillow, and we're gonna... Oh, no, it's gone. <laughs> it's been gone. <laughs> okay. TV shows. Cringe-worthy TV shows that you used to stand by, and now you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? You go. So, I loved Gossip Girl, right? Mm-hmm. It was a good show back then. All the drama. But then, all the drama, just we just sucked it up, right? Oh, yeah. Um, we even got my mom into Gossip Girl. Excellent. She loved Chuck and Blair. Excellent. Yes. So I try to do a binge because what else do you do in a, a pandemic? But Why revisit the fuck old. Not? Right. <laughs> revisit yeah. old uh, TV shows that you loved. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I. I just was like, what? Why? Why were we so obsessed with this show? It's so awful. Yeah. Not awful in the sense of like acting. Awful in the sense of like. 
the content, the substance of it. Yeah, the things like, these people rape, did. Rape, revenge porn. Oh I my mean, god, I fuck. forgot about the revenge porn. Oh. And it was Dan. Yeah. To his sister. That was just, I could, I will never get over that. I will never get over that. I'm like, you slut shame your own sister, bro? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I fucked Dan Humphrey. God. Bitch ass Dan. The whole, oh. no, the, all of them. All of them were terrible. You can't, none of them can be saved. It's just, oh. Yeah, they really were. I mean, not even Serena was a good person. Yeah, no. She did some shady ass shit. Shady shit. <laughs> okay. And then the Chuck and Blair thing, like, Chuck is a rapist. Like, yeah. hardcore rapist. Right. Now, mind you, like, let's just cringe even further. Chuck and Blair were my favorite couple because I fucking love I Blair. know. I love how crazy Blair is. And I'm like, she is a toxic friend and he's a oh, rapist. Yes. Like, yeah, he was stopped before he finished the act, but it doesn't change the fact that he tried. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he slut shamed and he, uh, it, it was just a toxic ass show. Yeah, no. I can't stand by that one anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't hold like, up. Ooh, that was that was bad. That was bad. That was not good. That was not good at all. Mm-mm. What about you? <sighs> okay, I'm I'm just gonna drag <laughs> myself for this one. <laughs> because despite knowing all of the problems, I still enjoy this show. Like and I, Shame on you. Yes, yes. I, Shame. I'm making bad choices. Uh-huh. So the show that I cringe because I love is Pretty Little Liars. Now, mind you, on the surface... Never watched it. It's great. I say... <laughs> as I talk about the cringe. As you're talking about cringe. It's, it's great. Highly recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's, it's, a show. it's a show about four teenage girls and their fifth teenage friend dies mysteriously and then they keep getting tormented by this bully who goes by the name A. Like, never gives them a name, always signs off on the terrible things that they're doing, A. Mind you, the premise of the show is not terrible. It is definitely, like, flawed teenage logic where they're like, oh, we can't tell our parents or bring the police in on this. And I'm like, sure. You're 16 and going to figure this out on your own? That makes sense. Go ahead. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. We're just not going to... Your friend was murdered and you're being tormented. And we're just not going to tell anybody about it. Solid plan. Great. But the thing that I have to cringe about is one of the main characters who I love to death. I think she's amazing. Meets the guy who... Meets a guy in a bar for a season is she old enough to be in a bar? No, but she's in a bar because that's high school TV shows for you. They're always in a bar drinking at the age of 17. These are great examples for us. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway, meets a guy in a bar. They hit it off. I totally get it. She, like, doesn't lie that she's in college, but she doesn't correct him when he clearly assumes that she's in college. He makes it seem like he's still in college. Both of them are not correcting each other on assumptions. They make out in the bathroom. She goes to school the next day, only to discover that this hot guy she made out in the bathroom with is her high school English teacher. Awkward. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, and so, uh-huh, they date off and on for pretty much the entirety of the six seasons of the show. That's just how that rolls. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mind you, she does obviously graduate high school and go to college. They break up for a while. They start dating. Like, she's an adult by the time that they end up, like, officially being, like, married in a serious relationship with each other. But, like... They get married? They get married at the end of the show. Spoiler alert. Oh, my They get married at the end of the show. Like, yeah. I was rooting for them the entire show. She was 16. I should not have been rooting for this. (laughs) He's an adult. As an adult? I... No. No. I can... uh, A teenager? That's disgusting. Not only is it jail time, but that's disgusting. Oh. What a predator. Wow. And I rooted for this couple. Every time they broke up, I was like, oh my god, R.I.P. to my favorite. <laughs> oh my oh. goodness. Cringe. Cringe. Terrible decisions. Terrible decisions. But I still love the show. All the drama, man. All the drama. I don't know what these producers think. Like, yeah, this is like the perfect uh, teenage a drama for everybody. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> now, mind you, the teenage brain is literally more dramatic than the, like, adult brain. They just feed off of those kinds of emotions. So I totally get why, like, teen books and TV shows are just, like, extra over drama. the top on drama. I totally understand it. I get it. As an adult, I still find that entertaining. Like, I totally get where you're coming from. I just don't like the whole, like, disregard for laws thing. Like, we all know that a lot of teenagers drink before the age of 21. You're not supposed to. There's a reason for that law. It's to keep yeah. you safe and to make sure that you can grow and develop into a healthy, fully functioning adult. We all know they do it. None of them should be at legal establishments getting alcohol. And yet so many of these teen shows, they are at bars being given drinks. I'm like, who the fuck did not get fired for this? <laughs> Who did no. ID? Like, no. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. <clears throat> Terrible decisions. Terrible decisions. But I'll probably still rewatch that show. Because <laughs> I'm trash. Because I am trash, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's insane. Shame <laughs> on you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I get it. I mean, if you're in, I mean, yeah, you just. Don't give you get me an so out. invested. Don't give me an out. I'm terrible. I'm just saying. No, because our next, our next one, um, our next category. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, a cringy movie or movie franchise. Mm-hmm. And we already know. Mm-hmm. We have the same. We already know. We have the same answer for this. I think both of us still stand by rewatching this series. Um, oh, I was going to watch it the other day with Nikki. So was I, obviously. I was like, we got nothing to do. Let's just watch it. And yeah. she was like, yeah, but then we got distracted. Yeah. See, my sister refuses to watch it, so I just watch it alone once everyone's gone to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like quietly downstairs in the dark. Just, just in the dark, simping alone over Twilight because, yeah... Yeah. yeah, Twilight is so cringy. It's so, oh my god. Oh my god. So, okay, I had to forgive myself for hating Kristen Stewart because she's actually not a bad actress. And once I reread the books, like, as a young adult, I was like, okay, low-key, though, she plays Bella to a T. Like, annoying, fidgety, in a terrible relationship, like, 
I can't even be mad. I was just mad as a teenager because I thought Bella was goals and she fucked it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I 100% agree with the whole acting thing because I just watched Happiest Seasons mm-hmm. on Hulu mm-hmm. and she's like the main character. Yeah. And she was brilliant in that in that movie. I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she redeemed herself. But I was like, at the same time, I was like, you know, maybe Twilight, that whole franchise, just wasn't the role she was meant to play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree with it's that. It's just something, it was something out of her comfort zone. hmm So. That and the fact that she's portraying a girl in a toxic relationship who's supposed to be, like, madly obsessed with this toxic relationship. Like, they are not a healthy couple. This is not yeah, a good no. model for a relationship. It's bad. It's terrible. It really is. Like teenage love and marriage and here I was. Going to the ends of the world for each other and all that crap. So, I was yeah. sitting at home, sad teenager, like, oh, I wish someone would obsess over me the way Edward obsesses over Bella. That's not healthy. That's not good. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Even my mom's like, oh, it's such a good love story. I'm like, but is it though? <laughs> Neither one of them knows how to have a life without the other person. That's not a good look. That's not okay. Yeah, but you know what? I still love it. <sighs> I still love it despite all the the memes of it. And I will rewatch yeah. that trash. The terrible acting God. on everyone's part. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I will rewatch it. Time like Jasper? Time Can we just talk about oh Jasper? Oh my God. <laughs> Just angry, constipated face <laughs> all day. I low-key love that his face of discomfort is constipation, because I'm like, have you ever been constipated? It is not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just looks so unhappy. I'm like, low-key, though, he made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So bad. So bad. So but bad. we love it. We love it. It's okay. I forgive ourselves for that. I rewatch it all the time. Although I will say the one redeeming thing that has always come from Twilight is Charlie, Bella's dad. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, that, that man is a fucking shining star in that series. Comedic timing, always brilliant. Neutral facial expressions that just look mildly annoyed, outstanding. Any father yes. of a teenager has to look annoyed 99% of the time. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, Charlie was a, a good dad portrayal. Yes. Love Charlie. <sighs> Loved it. <laughs> okay. Drug Twilight. We're good there. Um, so let's go to music, either an artist or a band that you cringe because you used to love. Go first. <laughs> yeah. I still love them, okay? Oh, I no. I still love them, and their music, whenever it comes on in my car, I still fucking jam to it. Do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. Do it. <laughs> T-Pain. Yes. Oh, t Buy you a drink. Oh, no. oh my God. Oh, I God. love that shit. Oh, Oh, you would. I mean, let's be real. He, I mean, the songs that he created, just cringy. Really cringy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't lyrical magic. No. It really wasn't. There was no mastery <laughs> there. It was not, no. Mm-mm. Like, the song. 
Let me buy you a drink. That's the premise of it. Whole song. The entire song. There's Whole no song. soul. Nothing. Nothing good. But I love it. I love it. I know every single line to that song. I really want to judge you, but like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally understand. The totally auto-tune or whatever. It's just, it works. It fucking works. I was just fucking floored from the first season of Mass Singer when the winner is unmasked and it was goddamn T-Pain. I was like, I know, right? I'm like, this bitch can actually sing? Like, what the hell? Like, what have you been doing? Why are you fucking around, T-Pain? <laughs> right? What are you doing, <laughs> sir? What have you been doing with your career? You could be on Drake's level, not singing backups for fucking Drake Making or Lil t- Wayne. terrible choices with your career. Terrible career choices. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's one artist that I still stand by and I love, 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 love to this day. And I'm not going to drag her because I fucking love her. And then there's another one it's that I... girl. It's a girl. There's another one that I will drag because, like, what was I thinking? But I stand by Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. Oh, yes. I am obsessed with Britney Spears. Does she dance like a robotic cheerleader? Yes. Does she sing in the most high-pitched baby poppy voice? Yes. Do I fucking love Britney Spears? I fucking love Britney Spears. I love her so much. I don't even cringe. I'm like, judge me if you will, but I love Britney Spears. She's great. She was like our childhood. Yes. Yes. I will dance every single time a Britney song comes on. Like, I will just act like a whole straight-ass fool any time a Britney Spears comes on. You want to see Sasha do a full performance in the middle of a crowded room? Play Britney Spears. <laughs> those are, those first notes of, oops, I did it again, I'm about to act a mess. It's about to be a problem. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I apologize to anyone who witnesses it. I'm sorry, but I love Britney. I do. But the song... And I'm going to be very specific. Song that I will be drug for. This artist is not good. And I don't like most of his music. But this song, I like this song. And it's, oh god, it's so bad. It's so bad. And yet I loved it. So, laugh away. Cisco's Thong Song. Oh my god. It is so bad. It's so bad. I don't, I. Let me see. <laughs> It really is. So, I mean, if that song came on at a party, I'm, at a club, I'm gonna, we're dancing yes, to it. Yes, we're dancing we're, our ass off we're good to at, it. Like, I'm, we're wearing oh, thongs. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's such a terrible song, but... And his hair. Oh my god, the hair. Oh. Wasn't it, like, silvery? Yes. In, like, Like, twist. weird shit. Like, silvery twist. He should have never done that to his head. He should have never done that yeah. to his head. It was so bad. I was like, oh god. No. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, you just, like, made a memory flash (laughs) in my mind with that song. Oh, my gosh. So I judge myself massively for that. Massively. It's okay. It's okay. We'll just, we'll get through it together. Thank you. Thank you. But we'll dance together at that song. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hate myself the entire time I'm dancing, but I can't stop. I can't not do it. <laughs> like, why is this magic? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with me? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Ready for a cringy fashion trend? Oh, I guess I am. I guess I am ready for a cringy fashion trend. So the one I said to you earlier, I'm changing my mind on it because this needs to be said. So I don't technically have a problem with flare jeans. However, the combination that I'm about to throw at you that I used to do with my denim is just no. no. Okay, so extra low rise because I don't need pants that cover my ass. I need them to sit right above my ass crack. Nice extra low low rise. And then an extra wide flare that comes over the middle of my foot. So I'm just dragging denim through the dirt as I walk. That was the Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera face. It really was. I just, like, I get it. I get it from, like, a historical perspective. But what the (laughs) fuck was I thinking? Yeah, no. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? What's the pairing with? What's the pairing with? Um, has to be with the tank top. Has to be with the spaghetti strap tank top. And ballet flats. Because I don't need (gasps) something... Yes. I don't need something to help pick up that pant leg off the ground so I'm not dragging it in dirt all day long. No, I need to come home with two inches of dirt caked up on the bottom of my pants. That's what I need. That's what I got. And the bottom of your pants or jeans would like be ripped. Ripped. Like ripped to shreds. And starting to roll up because of how much it just drags on the ground. Yes. That's the look. Girl, you just unlocked another memory. That's the look right there. I was so stylish. <laughs> so stylish. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so bad. Ugh, so bad. Like, you could barely even see my feet, how big those flares were. It was just like a little bit of toes that stuck out. Oh, my God. No. 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 Like I said, I have nothing wrong with a flare. I have nothing wrong, wrong with, like, a boot cut or a wide leg jean. I think if done right, all of these styles can be really, really nice. But the combination, honey, it had to stop. No. It had to stop. Yeah, it really did. I don't even want to look back at those photos. I just look at my outfit like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have this photo that I saw of myself, and I was in a long baby doll shirt. With my extra wide flare jeans that were tracking up the dirt and ballet flats. I was like, I just created volume in all the wrong places. Right? You just cut off so much of your body. I look four inches shorter and have volume where I don't need it. And I was so thin. I was like, what? Oh, God. Who let me out the house? Why? Terrible. (sighs) Terrible. Your turn. What you got? Pedal pushers. Ugh. You said so much with so few words. Oh, pedal pushers. Oh, it's like it wasn't an anklet, but it was like weirdly mid calf. It like, wasn't a capri either. Like it was just, it just was the wrong length it, for any body shape. Every height, it was always a problem. It was never a good choice. It just wasn't flattering at all. And it was often, I think the ones that I messed up was like really, really, really light denim. That's even better. That's even better. So light it's almost white and then a pedal pusher cut. That's just. I don't know. So good. 
so good. I was like, is it pants or is it not pants? Like, what are we doing here? It's too long to be shorts. Not enough to be pants. Yeah. And then what, sh- what shoes would even look good with a pant like that? Like, what do you even do with that? Just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I feel, yeah, cringy. Oh. Oh, God. The decisions. <sighs> the decisions. Okay. We're not gonna, we're just gonna move on to another thing that makes us both cringe, because gross. Okay. Um, this one's, this next one is, ugh, it's a little rough. I'm very excited to hear what you have to say for this one. <laughs> okay, so a haircut or a hairstyle that made you cringe, looking back on it. I have both. Oh, oh my god, yes, yes, give me both. <laughs> so, I don't know what I did to this lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did to her. I don't know if I hurt her in a past life. You must have. I don't know. I don't know who shit in her cereal that day. (laughs) I don't know. So, you've seen my hair in all the stages of growth. Uh Uh-huh. It's usually, I like to keep my hair long, right? Yeah. So, it was like mid-back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I knew that, you know, my hair was kind of dry, especially with the products that I've used Mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it later. Mm -hmm. But it was dry. I had a lot of split ends. That's when, like, I was curling my hair a lot. And it was, like, the old school hair um, curling irons where it's just, like, just constant heat the entire time. Instead of, like, the wand that you just, like, wrap around. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So my hair was dead. So, my mom was getting her hair done, and I was like, hey, can I get a haircut? And then she was like, yeah, if you can find a stylist that's going to cut your hair. She's like, I'm getting my hair done. I was like, okay. And so, I told her, she was like, well, what do you want to have done? And I was like, okay, I just want to be, and this is my first mistake, I want to cut off all my dead split ends. And you didn't, <laughs> you didn't know how bad that was going to be. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. So, mid- my mid back mm-hmm. went above my shoulders. <gasps> oh! And I do not have the face shape to pull off a short hairstyle. I still feel like my face is very like wide. Yeah, it's just no. That's not a look for me. I'm not the cute little petite little Asian girls that can pull off the pixie haircut. No, I can't do that. <laughs> um. That is. Yeah. Drastic. So I get home. And Nikki, my little sister at the time, was like maybe what, six, seven, eight, who knows? She goes, You look like Dora the Explorer. <gasps> oh! <laughs> because I had bangs too, like I always had oh bangs. Oh my god. Oh no. That was the worst haircut of my life. I was like gonna cry, but it grew back pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, hairstyle. Mm hmm. Remember when, um, like, short layers were a thing? Yes, I do. Like, the yes, punk I rock, uh-huh. Paramore, life, uh-huh. emo girl shit? Mm-hmm. Yes. I had, I think my highest layer was, like, up to here, like, Ooh. by my eyebrow. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was, like, feathered and shit, like, mm-hmm. fair faucet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the mm, R.I.P. to that hairstyle and haircut. 
we're glad your hair grew and oh, yes. that you're no longer dealing with that. Like, after that horrific haircut, that's when I decided to always keep my hair long. Yeah. And I'm very particular to when I go to a hairdresser. Um, I'm like, no, I want my hair to be long. Mm-hmm. I just cut as much as you need to, but we're going to keep its length right. as much as possible. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. It's horrible. Well, speaking of the terrible Paramore layers, that is what my worst haircut was. My most cringeworthy <laughs> haircut was. Now, okay, picture this, good people. I have very curly hair. Everyone yes, always says that layers are good for curly hair so that you don't get, like, the triangle effect of, like, all of your hair being weighed down at the root and then just getting really big at the end. So I tell my mom, I'm like, hey, I want layers in my hair. And she's like, okay, we'll do, like, really subtle, long layers. I should have fucking listened because that would have been smarter to do really subtle, long layers. <laughs> and I was like, no, because we usually cut my hair in, like, a V. I was like... We already do that. No, like, I actually want layers. And I said, I said to my mom, I want my first layer to be, like, chin length when it's cut, right? (gasps) It was either chin or, like, mid-cheek length was the length that I decided for my first layer. My hair is very, very curly. You cut off an eighth of an inch of my hair. She will shrink up another inch and a half for you. She's like, oh, you want me shorter? Cool. No problem. (sighs) Child, we cut. We cut my hair into layers. That first layer that I said I wanted shorter around my chin, maybe mid-cheek at highest, ended up at the top of my eyebrow. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I looked like a poodle with short ears. Like, the ears were just sitting there at the top, flip-flapping. And then the rest of my hair was just long beneath it. It was like a curly mullet. I was like, I cannot go out like this. I cannot go out like this. It was so bad. So the only solution, cut the rest of my length off. (gasps) No. Wait, wasn't this in, like, high school? This was junior year of high school. Yeah, I remember. And I was like... So I went from having hair... I do vaguely remember that. I went from having hair that was past my shoulder to having hair that was, like, maybe an inch beneath my chin. Just to blend in how short I made my top layer. I was like, oh... Well, it's either have a mullet or have short hair. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody wants a girl with curls to have a mullet. That is never the look. That is never okay. So... No. Yeah, you were you were so sad. I was, I was so like, sad. I don't know how to help you. I was so sad. Because, like, length is one thing. Like, I've learned to get over not having super long hair. I have curly hair. It will never be as long as someone with straight hair. Well, like, I won't say that. There is an opportunity for my hair to be as long as someone with straight hair. But my hair will never look the way someone with straight hair's hair yeah. does look. That is fine. It's okay. Like, I love my curls. It's fine. But I lost all my volume with it, too, because I just had to get rid of so much hair. So it was just, like, small. I was like, what? <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, it's just barely there. Like, it's just, there's no personality to it anymore. She doesn't walk in the room and say hello. Like, I was, oh, uh, so depressed. I was so depressed. Worst hair thing I could have ever done. And it was nobody's fault but my own. Because I was like, no, I want it this short. Like, at least with you... 
you like unfortunately told your hairdresser to cut off all of your dead ends and you just didn't realize how much that so was. Stupid. I was like, let's go. It'll be great. And I just swiftly learned that I made a mistake. So yeah. Never again. Oh no. Never again. Never again. R.I.P. to your hair. <sighs> yes. She's healthy. That's okay, but you have long hair now and it's the volume is beautiful. She's big. We're here for it. I love her. We know. So. We have to make mistakes to grow. Yes, Remember exactly. that. <laughs> when I cry over those photos. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is cringy makeup. Whether oh. that's like, like a design or makeup product. Yeah, I'd say both. You can do both. So okay. I, I know for me, like, the, the two cringy things that I used to do, and, like, I was kind of on trend, so not terrible, but, like, looking back on it, I was like, this was probably not a good idea, but, so I used to line the waterline of my eyes, which, like, in general is not a terrible thing if you want to go with, like, a really dramatic, smoky eye look. Yeah. But I used to only do eyeliner and mascara, so this was a very dramatic eyeline, that didn't need to happen. And I still could have made it work if I didn't decide to line the entire inside rim of my <laughs> lower lash line. The entire inside rim. I went from having, like, nice, deep-set, almond-shaped eyes, which I naturally have, to making my eyes look so much smaller because it's just this black smudge. Because, of course, it was black. It wasn't, like, a soft brown. No. It's dark black all under the inside of my waterline, just tiny, overly black-lined eyes. I was like, oh. And then pair with this, because, of course, I couldn't go out with just one thing. Pair with this over-plucked eyebrows. It's not a look. It's not a look. I'm trying to, like, think of, like, really? Yes. I don't remember this. Think back to, like, early college years for me. My eyebrows were way too plucked because I did not love my bushy brows. I've always brows. thought you've had nice eyebrows. It's because my overplucked eyebrows were the trend back then. Early 2000s, you had to have very thin eyebrows. That was the thing. Oh, I shouldn't I even say early 2000s. That was like 2010. You had really mm. thin eyebrows because that was cute. So my eyebrows were super, super thin. And I lined my waterline. It was not a look. I can get you photos. It was not a look. I need photos because I don't remember that. I got to send you a photo of that because... <laughs> then I'm like, oh my god, Was it terrible? No. Did I look absolutely disgusting? No. Was it the best thing for my face? Hell no. That's just where I'm at with it. I learned. You know, you learned. I didn't do anything super crazy. I wasn't out here with blue eyeshadow every day. No. But it just wasn't the best look for my face. I have big, deep set eyes. I didn't need to make my eyes look itty bitty. That was just dumb. Yeah. That was just stupid. Yeah. You live and you learn. <laughs> you do. What about you? Makeup, look, or product that was just like shit? I'm going to have to say MAC. Really? Okay. I think OG it Mac? was just, yeah, I I still cringe at people like, oh, I, I have my MAC products. Like, no, that's like the worst makeup brand to put on your skin. It's so just, bad for your pores. It's theater makeup that's how thick it is like unless you're going to a photo shoot every single day you should not be putting this on your face and then on top of it mac was not 
like skin tone inclusive. Not at all. Not at all. You and I had it's, so much struggles trying to find a MAC shade that fit. Oh my gosh. It was horrible. So it's just, I don't know. It's, I had to be, what was it? Like the translucent powder, but then also like the liquid and it just, it was just a hot mess. And then it just made my skin just look absolutely terrible. So. Yeah. Cause it's like totally cakey. It really is. It's just, ugh. I cringe at it because there's times where I've seen photos where my neck and my face just did not match. <laughs> you were pulling a Kardashian where your hands I and your face looked was. different. And I was like, what is this? And I go, I know I'm pale. And there'd be times where it's like, I either go too pale yeah. with the makeup mm -hmm. or I go too dark. Yeah. And then I was into, like, the pressed powders. Oh, me instead too. Of, like, me too. Mm -hmm. Instead of the cream. And I'm like, now I have liquid um, foundation that I will set with, like, a little translucent powder. But, mm -hmm. yeah, no. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. And it was, like, with our skin tone, because MAC is not inclusive enough with their tone ranges, we would have done better to mix colors, which is what my mom always told me to do. She's like, you're going to have to mix colors to find your right shade. But I'm like, this shit's expensive. I can't buy mm -hmm. two to try and mix mm -hmm. it to get my right color. And then mixing pressed powder is just, like, complicated. So I was like, this is not actually going to work out well for me. So, yeah, no, I was never the right tone. I was never the right shade. Yeah, no, it just, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, no. Do your research when it goes, when it's, like, makeup products. Please, please. It goes Ugh. on your skin. Be good to your skin. So bad. So bad. Like, I, I always question, why am I breaking out? Why did I, I would always cry, have, like, horrible cheek acne, forehead acne. It, it was because of that shit. Just All slathering it on yourself. Just slathering. Ugh, so gosh. bad. Cringy. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, next. Face products that are cringy. Face products. So, okay, I, I don't even remember the name of it. That's how, like, long ago or how tragic this was. But when I first started breaking out a whole bunch, like, my senior year of high school, because, of course, I get to go through my entire high school career with perfect, flawless skin. I hit senior year when all the photos and all of the events and all the stress take place and my skin just gets shitty stress for you um and poor sleeping habits still two things that I haven't outgrown maybe one day <laughs> <laughs> um I don't even remember the product but I did the typical thing that most teenagers do when like your skin starts breaking out you start using really strong really astringent products the salicylic acid shit I Yes, exactly. And I don't even know the name of it. And I'm so sad that I don't know the name of it. But whatever face wash it was that I started using literally made my skin so dry. Like, I, I wouldn't even call it brittle, but like it felt like a leather jacket, like how dry uh. my skin was. And I was like, oh, this is great because my skin's too oily and I'm always shiny throughout the day. So I need to start the day with like extra dry skin so that when I get oily throughout the day, it'll just go back to normal what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. The goal should never be to start the skin, start the day with leather skin. That should never be the goal. That should never be the idea, but that's where I was. And then I would be surprised why I would end up with like super oily skin halfway through the day because my body was trying to put me back in balance. They're like, bitch, you just scrubbed off like six years of oil, six years of us trying to get you in balance. You just 
sucked it away. What are you doing right now? And I kept doing it. I kept doing it. It was so bad. It was so bad for my skin. You live and you learn. Yeah. Pretty much any Neutrogena product. Really? Okay. It's horrible. It's garbage. They test on it. One, they test on animals. Okay, that's two, terrible. Two, it's... Two, it's, like, nothing but chemicals. It's a lot of And they of swear that it's, like, natural and all this shit. No, it's, like, garbage that you're putting on your face. And then also, I regret and I cringe at this, is using Proactive. Really? Oh. It's such a bullshit type of skincare. All their I'm marketing is like, so good. I'm so glad I never used it. No, I ruined my face one time that I tried it. I was, like, you know, doing all the steps, whatever, but it was so so drying Mm -hmm. and it had so many chemicals in it that Mm -hmm. my face like I got a chemical like burn oh that's how strong it was oh shit that's not good and I was like you're advertising this to like teenagers that have like baby skin right I'm like they should not have something that strong on their skin what are you doing research your products people oh no like Make sure it's not tested on animals. Make sure it has, like, limited ingredients. Like, you don't need all these chemicals. Yeah. And if you really you're, don't. if you're going to go chemical, like, make sure you're making safe choices for your skin. Don't go with these mm-hmm. extra strong chemicals on your skin, especially not teenagers. Like, you've got the beautiful baby soft skin. What are you doing yes. to yourself? Seek out a dermatologist. If you can um, afford one. If you can afford one. Um, the Ordinary which is sold at Ulta, they have a great chemical pill line if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. and you can't afford a dermatologist. They have really good, like, chemical peels and all that that are safe, that are limited ingredients. Don't test on animals. So please, please, do your face a favor. Do your face a favor, man. Oh, the pain. Oh, the goodness. pain we put our skin through. No. Yeah. Goodness. Um. Okay, body products that you used to use that you cringe at now. <laughs> anything bath and body works honestly <laughs> I love that I, I still love bath and body works but go off I I cringe at it because like we I do not need to smell like a sweet pea whore are like, you sure <laughs> are you sure you didn't need to be a baby hoe you sure <laughs> no, I did not need to smell like a baby prostitute <laughs> like Japanese cherry blossom what the fuck is that like I don't know. I can't. Cucumber melon. That is the scent of our teenage years, okay? Don't you dare disgrace it. No. Don't you say anything. Because you know what? Majority of that, like, of those lotions, they dry out your skin. They do nothing good for the skin. There's no nourishing properties at all. The shower gel's like, yes, I love the winter candy apple shower shower gel because I smell like the candle mm-hmm. for like days what seemed like mm-hmm. no it strips your natural oils of your skin it's so not drying. good for your skin so drying so not good but it smells great like, it does and that's what annoys me because yep. it's like I remember these scents and I love them but no you don't need to you don't need to smell like that all the time like yeah. invest in a good perfume true <sighs> yeah <laughs> I do love their candles, though. Their so. candles are the best. Amazing. but all, all their stuff smells so good. It's just there's no hydration in it. Like, you're dry 30 minutes later. It makes no sense. Yeah, and that's why you're, like, reapplying. I'm going through a bottle in a month because, like, you're just dry constantly. <laughs> 
Yeah, no. Sorry, Bath and Body Works. Terrible. What um, about you? I went through a short body glitter phase. I feel like I was, like, early teens. <laughs> I gotta go, Sasha. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. I thought the glitter was so cool. Maybe it's my obsession with Britney Spears. Maybe this is just the overlap. Maybe, but, like, were you planning on being a stripper? Like, what is happening? I had no stripper ambitions. I feel like if I would have known how much money they make, I might have made different choices in my life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't be in debt right now. Maybe I'd own property. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't, I just, it was shiny and I it made me sparkle. I loved it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe this is because I didn't wear makeup. I was like, ooh, glitter. I don't know. <laughs> 13 year old me was making some wild choices. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Do you remember the dusting glitter powder from Victoria's Oh, Secret? hell yeah. dry, brittle, 
frail looking sad frizzy mess on my head i'm like i didn't want frizz i wanted looser curls and i got none of what i wanted none of what i wanted and only like brittle sad hair that i would just wash out product from because i was like well this is just tragic and a waste of time i wasted so many bottles so much money so much money terrible horrible hair choices you need to love and moisturize your curls yeah it took a while for us to get there it took a while for us to get there <laughs> we it was a journey we're here we're here though it's a journey together we made it <sighs> what about you hair products so like two products come to mind okay so obviously when I was younger I wasn't in a position to like buy products so obviously like my right. mom bought products mm -hmm. but she bought this, like, heat protectant, smooths out your hair. It's, like, called Silk Something. Okay. And it just reminds me of, like, all I can describe it as just, like, hair lube. That's just what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's just, like... Your descriptions are something else today. Hold on. I need a moment. <laughs> I need. I need a moment. I'm serious. It's just okay. like this clear, this clear gel and it's like, it's, you could tell like there was, what is it? Like a silicone base to it. Okay. So it just was like a weird texture, like putting it on your hand and then you put it all over your hair and your hair was like weighted down and then it was like, it looked oily. It just was, no, it just, all I can describe it as hair lube basically. That's horrific. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Now that I think about it. And then Tresemme Hairspray. <laughs> I love that you call out brands. I love that you're like, no, this I have brand to. specifically I have. There is, no shame. is trash. It's just hairspray shouldn't take the moisture out of your hair. No. And I... I've, no hair product should steal the moisture from your hair. Yeah, no. And then, like, trust me, like, if I'm going to do, like, a cosplay or, like, some sort of costume for Halloween and I need it to be exact, I'm going to go for that trust me because that shit is not going anywhere. <laughs> but if your hair doesn't move in a light breeze or wind, that is not the hairspray you should be using. You probably should not walk around with hair like that. It's too aggressive. It's like, too much. No. It's, your hair should move. It's okay, honey. It can move. No. Yeah, no. I used to be like, shh. Yeah, no, it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Ooh, not good. Okay. Uh, drinks. Something you used to drink that you now cringe at, that you ever let that pass through your lips and into your body. <laughs> it wasn't by choice. Okay. Obviously. Uh-huh, sure. Go ahead. But I feel like this was, like, my starting point. My cousin would give it to me because it was, like, a girl drink or whatever. Okay. But it was the Smirnoff Ice. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Liquid candy. Oh, That's what it was. Oh, God. Oh. Or those, like, Bahama Mama fucking <laughs> drinks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Don't put... It was just juice. Yeah. Okay, no shade to anyone who drinks juice with a little bit of alcohol in it. Live your life. But, no, Smirnoff Ice should never be consumed by anyone over the age of 22. Like, just... But then it's just like, what the fuck were we drinking? It's white. Yeah. It's like that weird... Why okay, is it that color? Opalite, 
What? Like, why? What What made it do that? Smirnoff is I don't clear. Know. Vodka is clear. What What happened to make it look like I that? I don't know, but I drank far too much of Smirnoff <laughs> ice in the beginning. And, yeah, no, that was not a, that was not a good decision on my behalf. Uh-uh. <sighs> the dark days, man. That's okay. We used to, what was that, God, what is the terrible vodka that everyone drinks because it's so cheap? I had it at so many parties. Uh, Svetka? Is that what it is? Svetka? Yeah. It's not Svetka. What is it? Smirnoff makes... I think it's Smirnoff, isn't it? No, it's definitely not Smirnoff. It's another one that's cheaper than Smirnoff. Sky! Oh, that's what it is. Oh, Sky. <laughs> oh, Sky Vodka. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, that was like rubbing alcohol. It's so... Oh, my God. No. Like, vodka should be smooth. Like, Belvedere. Sky that's Vodka is the reason why I have trust issues with vodka. That's it, mm-hmm. right there. That was the start of my hatred of vodka. That was where it began. I was like, "What the fuck did you just give me in this glass?" This yeah. is no. And that's remember that Smirnoff birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> Sky vodka is like drinking bleach, and that Smirnoff birthday cake nonsense was like, I don't know, garbage. Liquid sugar, garbage. It was like sugar mixed with rubbing alcohol. It should have never happened. It should have never happened. It's like happened. the drinking water out of Willy Wonka's factory. Like, that's Boom. just what I can describe There it. you go. That's it right there. The sewage of Willy Wonka's factory. Pure disgusting. <laughs> so bad. So bad. But that, what's your cringy drink? My cringy drink is, um, I used to be that teenager and I judge myself so hardcore for this. <laughs> I was raised in a family of coffee drinkers. I drink regular coffee. I drank regular coffee at age 16. Why then would I go to Starbucks for a sugar-filled frappuccino milkshake with a little dusting of coffee flavor? Why the fuck did I do that? Why? I was raised better than this. I was raised better than this. I was raised to drink regular-ass coffee, but nope, nope. What's my dumbass doing going into Starbucks? I would like a venti caramel macchiato frappuccino. Venti Venti caramel macchiato frappuccino, extra caramel and whipped cream. What what the fuck? Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was like a venti. Slurp that whole thing down. Ugh. No. I don't even want to know what my body was going through with that much sugar that I just like crammed into it in 30 minutes or less. I don't want to know what organs I put in shock. No. Why? (laughs) Why did I do that? Thank God I was not into like frappuccinos. It's terrible. It's a terrible choice. No. Like, I don't like milkshakes as it is, so it's oh. like, why? See, why I, would I do this? I love a good milkshake. Maybe that's where I went wrong in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, a terrible decision. Terrible decision. No. I've grown. I don't do it anymore, but yeah. I just thought I was somebody. I just totally, I knew I was somebody drinking that drink. Ew. Ew. Your coffee self now would smack the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. Back in time. Oh, my God. Who were you? If, like, 28-year-old me met 18-year-old me and 18-year-old me was slipping, like, slurping on some sugar-filled bullshit, 
28. They would smack the drink out of your hand. 28 year old me holding like an extra large hot coffee with just like a sprinkling of vanilla in it would be like, bitch, who are you? Who are you? Get this weak hoe out of my breathing space. <laughs> you are not going to make it through college on that. <laughs> I've grown. I'm better. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> wow. So cringy. So cringy. Okay. Last cringe. You go for it. All right. So cringy moment. Well, pivotal moment, maybe. Okay. For personal growth. Okay. Okay. So I am going to shame myself into submission with this. And I'm doing it on purpose because, one, I feel like personal growth is very, very important. And, two, also to be like, you can change your mind and you can make better decisions about things. So I used to be one of these horrible individuals who thought that being bisexual was face and that if you were bisexual, you were either curious about something else, but you would make up your mind eventually that you were actually straight or you were really gay and you just weren't brave enough to say that you were gay. I cringe. Those are terrible things to think of people. People's identity and orientation is whatever they, they are. They are allowed to define that for themselves. I have no right to tell anyone who they actually are in those particular spaces. And adult me looks back at teenage me who was like, oh, yeah, 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 he's bi, but he's actually just gay. No. Shut up. Who were we? I smack myself. <laughs> who did I think wow. I was saying who someone else should or should not be or who they are to themselves? I have no right to yeah. say these things about people. No. Terrible. Terrible. So adult me would like to apologize to teenage me because we were dumb and we made dumb assumptions about people and we should not have made these dumb assumptions about people. And I am thankful for the growth that I have had, that I have learned that was fucking stupid. People are who they are and their existence is valid. And I have no reason to say that it's not because... I am not the person who creates every being on this planet. I don't know what is in your heart and what is in your soul. And you are allowed to live your life to its true and fullest extent. So smacked my teenage self. She was stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome. I mean, not awesome that you thought that back then. But, um, but again, we were young. I was stupid. You know, we're not... We can't expect our past selves to know everything, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, and, and I was just... definitely in a mindset where I did not understand being mm -hmm. anything besides heterosexual. So all yeah. of it, of course, I would shove into one space because I didn't understand it. And I think one of the things that I've learned in my lifetime is that we usually fear things that we don't understand and we try yeah. to simplify things that we don't understand because we're like, okay, fine. I'm just going to shove you in that space and I'm going to call you an other and I'm going to leave you over there. And that was incredibly one, incredibly unkind of me as a minority to try and other someone else and to be like, oh, yeah. okay, no, I'm going to shove you in that space when that had been done to me my entire life. And I hated it. I hate it now when it's done to me my entire life. And I didn't even realize I was doing that to someone else. Like, 
that's I don't want to perpetuate a cycle of oppression. I don't want to be a person who sits inside a system and makes someone feel like they don't belong because they don't do things the way that I do things. Like just because mm-hmm. I don't understand doesn't mean that I get to treat you like a bad person or be like, oh, I don't understand, therefore it doesn't exist. That's not true. Just because yeah. I don't understand it doesn't mean that it's not real. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm I'm happy that you had this growth. Thank you. And yeah, that's some cringy, oh, that cringy past self thinking. Terrible, cringy past self thinking. Terrible behavior. I mean, like, thankfully, I've always been a kind person. So I was never mm-hmm. unkind to the people. aggressive type of like, no, you guys are wrong. Exactly. Like I had a bisexual friend in high school and I always loved him. I thought he was a great guy, but like inside self thought, oh, he's probably just gay. Like I got actually ironically got into a fight with my high school boyfriend, not like a legit fight, but like a small fight with my high school boyfriend because me and said bisexual friend were really good friends and he was a naturally affectionate person. And my high school boyfriend got jealous, as you know, he got jealous over everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he got jealous of me and this friend. And I straight up told my high school boyfriend, I'm like, no, he would never like me like that. He's gay. And my high school boyfriend was Uh. like, he's bi. And I was like, okay, yeah, but he wouldn't like me. As if, like, just dismissing the possibility that he could even potentially like me, which was stupid. Like, did he actually like me? No, we are just friends. Like, no, he would never. I wasn't his type, but not because I was female, because I wasn't his type. Like, mm-hmm. that is acceptable. There were plenty of dudes that he knew who weren't his type either. Like, but my oversimplified, stupid brain was like, I don't understand, so I'm just going to shove you into this space. And that was a wrong thing to do. So I'm happy for my personal growth, and I cringe at the past self that I used to be. All that matters is that you're here now. Thank you. Thank you. And you have a different outlook, and you're a good person. Thank you. So. It was a good journey to go on, and I'm glad that I have arrived here. <laughs> what about you? What is your personal growth <sighs> cringe moment? It's so cringy. Super cringy. You can't be like, worse than me. I don't even want to talk about it. You I cannot. feel like I am, though. No, because, like, I, I can say it now. I was a toxic girlfriend. Okay. When I was in my last relationship. And it just was like, he wasn't healthy and I wasn't healthy, but it's just, instead of identifying all the red flags in a relationship, Mm -hmm. I just, I think I contributed to some of the red flags. Like there was no communication skills whatsoever. Um... He just was, I don't know, just a bad person, but then I could have been the bigger person to walk away from that, but I just added more drama into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time, like, he, <laughs> I think you were on the phone with me, <laughs> he wasn't answering me, or he was being very vague, being stupid, I don't know, we got into a fight, and I just, he kept giving me the vibes, like, he was out somewhere that he wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, trying to lie and tell me that he was home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't fucking lie to me. I rolled up to his house. I was on the phone with you. Yeah, I, I rolled up to his house. And I was like, really? Like, you are here. I don't see your fucking car. 
So it's just like moments like that. There were many other stupid shit that I did that I was just like, yeah, you're a toxic person. Like, you should have just left him. Yeah. You know, you should have realized that you were worth more and that you didn't deserve somebody that was dishonest with you, that treated you like shit and, you know, made you always feel that they were doing stuff behind your back. Like, you didn't deserve that as a person. You should have just walked away. Mm-hmm. But it just was that, I don't know, that, like, fight within you. Like, no, you're not going to fucking hurt me. You're not going to do stupid shit to me. Like, do you know who I am? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it just was a very toxic environment. Well, as it was. But I was not the one that initiated it. You know? Mm-hmm. It was just, like, my reaction towards it all was just not good. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm pretty sure that I stressed him out and I irritated him and all that. So it's just I have to be I have to be accountable for my actions and you know, not placing up boundaries and not respecting myself more to just walk away from it. Yeah. And just trying to make this loser of a guy into something that he just was never going to be. He was just never going to be a man. Mhm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, bravo for you for being able to admit to yourself that you did toxic things in a relationship. Like, I feel like it's always really easy when a relationship falls apart to be like, oh, it was the other person's fault. And to not look at yourself and be like, "Mm, I made some poor choices too. Like, I didn't communicate. I didn't do things that would be in a healthy, positive way in that relationship. So, I mean, bravo to your personal growth to be able to see that. And, you know, make positive changes to not repeat those patterns. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, with Matt, it's, there's moments where it's like, I have to walk away Mm -hmm. because I don't want to, I don't want to go crazy batshit fucking psycho bitch on you. Right. And it's just, yeah, I'm definitely making better decisions now than what I did. But I mean, granted, when I started that relationship, we were in high school. Mm-hmm. And I carried on to, to college, and it's like, I've, all these years of in-between, it's just, I've had a lot of time to grow and reflect and figure out the type of woman that I am, and then also the type of partner I want to be. Yeah. So, ooh, it was a journey. Super fucking cringy to reflect back on it. But oh, yeah. It's, it's what's made me the person that I am today. This is why you have the healthy, strong relationship that you have currently. So, bravo mm-hmm. to you. Okay, I think that was our last one for things we're crunching over. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Blast from the past. Whew. Oh, yeah. The good and the bad. Mostly, mostly the bad. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so for this week, let's go ahead and get our fetch going. So what changes have you been working on or things that you're doing to make the world a better place? Yeah, so I have trouble sleeping, as you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I sleep stupid. It's it, I don't know what's wrong with me in sleep. I hate it. 
My parents don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's just, yeah, it's just really hard for me to, to sleep. I shouldn't so laugh, I was like, but I just love the disgust <laughs> on your face right now. Like, this, it's not funny, but it's just so good. <laughs> I mean, you can laugh. Everyone could laugh. I don't care. It's just like, I honestly, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me in sleep. It's like, I love it so much, but I can't get it. I know. Sometimes. I'm sorry. Ugh. But anyway... So I told myself that I wanted to invest in in my room and invest in my bed because it's like if I'm having trouble sleeping, like what can I do to make my bed more comfortable to where I can go to sleep, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I found um, a s- online store and it's called Etitude. It's spelled E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Okay. And I bought sheets from there, and they're made from 100% organic bamboo, Ooh. which is the most resource-efficient plant on the planet. Okay. So basically what this company does is they crush the bamboo into a pulp, and they dissolve it into a fine fiber using a non-toxic closed-loop system, saving 98% of the water. So the fiber is spun into yarn and woven into a silk-like fabric that gets softer with every watch. So it's uh, hypoallergenic, um, and it's also thermoregulating and Mm water-saving. And it doesn't release microplastics every time you wash. Nice. And let me tell you, this sheet set is like sleeping in a cloud. It's so soft. Oh, I'm so jealous right now. Like, Luna, every night, ever since I got these sheets, Mm -hmm. has been wanting to sleep with me under the covers. Oh. It's not like her. No. It's so not like her. And I'm like, is it because the weather changed? Like, I don't know. True. No. She, every day, or every night, she'll start digging on my, my duvet cover, like, trying to go under it. And I'm like, Yeah. Your mommy has great taste. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like these high quality sheets we've got. Oh, it's so beautiful and so soft. And then when I got it, um, I told Matt I was like, yeah. So I kind of spent a little bit on some new sheets, and I was like, but you're gonna love it. And he was just like, oh, you do not need to be spending all this time. I was like, but you're gonna love it. Like you don't understand. <laughs> you don't get it. And go, it's so soft. And when he came over to try it, he was like. Oh my gosh. Of course. It is so, so soft. And he's like, can we just go to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, babe, I love you, but like, let's just go to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, I don't get too hot in, in these sheets and it's not like to the point where it's like, I'm cold and I need to bundle up with like three different blankets. Okay. Okay. So yeah, great investment and it's, it's good for the environment. So I highly recommend that you guys check them out. You can go to attitude.com and that's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com. That sounds great. I need to buy some new sheets. Oh, yeah. Clearly. The only thing is that they do pick up fur easily. Mm, okay. And, you know, I have a big-ass dog and, do. and cat, so uh-huh. it's just like ugh, a fur magnet. But, but anyway, they get softer with every wash, so there's that. Yeah, it yeah. It's not like that weird silk 
like 80s vibe where you slide off the bed. <laughs> yeah, no. I, when I read that, I was like, oh no. We're not going to be in like a 80s porno. Like, We're not doing on, 80s no. porn? No. That's not, that's not the vibe. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's like an angelic little bed set. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> what is your making fetch? Um, okay. For this week. My fetch for this week. So I was looking into a couple different things and I landed upon this website that I think is really, really cool. Um, and it's called Write On Campaign and that's write, W-R-I-T-E, not write like right-handed. Um, and what they do as a company is they uh, crowdsource letters, handwritten letters that they send out to a bunch of different organizations so that people can have correspondence with others just to reinforce the writer's enjoyment of writing and, more importantly, connecting with people um, to center our well-being as well as our communication. Uh, I think it's very well seen that we learn and grow when we talk to each other, when we talk to different people going through different things in their life from different backgrounds. And writing a letter to a stranger can actually be really beneficial. So on their website, they give you this really cute about. They've been in business since 2014 as a charitable organization. And they have a resource link, which gives you a bunch of different places that you can write to. So that's like, if you want to write to uh, elderly, if you want to write to someone who is um, in a hospital ill, if you would like to write... Um, they have one that I wanted to highlight that says Stay Gold Society's Holiday Happy Mail. So since it is holiday season, they have a holiday happy mail program, which brings joy to the elderly by distributing handmade holiday cards and letters to senior and long-term care homes. Um, and as someone where my grandmother was in a long-term care home, it definitely goes a lot farther than you would think it goes writing a letter to yeah. somebody. So lonely in those facilities. Yes. And if they don't have family that's near or that can visit them often, it's it's really helpful to get a letter from somebody else to just, you know, remind them that people care and that there are kind gestures out there in the world. So if you would like to write a letter to someone, um, check out this website. It is writeoncampaign.com. So you don't have to be an amazing writer and have beautiful calligraphy and can decorate envelopes to the gods. Anything that oh, you yeah. do. I'm horrible writer, horrible <laughs> handwriting. Type it. it. Type it if you want. <laughs> anything, anything that you do would be really deeply appreciated for these people. So, um, yeah, that's my fetch for this week. Just taking the time to do a small, kind gesture for someone else. And it doesn't even cost you a whole bunch of money. So, yay. That's cute. I love it. Thank you. You know. It suits you very well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'd love to have an old lady as a pen pal. Just be like, hi. <laughs> of course, her name's going to be something like Rose. It's like, it's going to be great. <laughs> Super cute. Well, I think that's all, all right. I've got. Alrighty, guys. Hit it with our social media, Sash. Yes. So if you are not already subscribed to our podcast, be sure to subscribe on whatever your podcast listening platforms are. Um, if you are given the option to rate and review, do that as well. We'd really appreciate it. And remember to follow us on our social media. We are at On Wednesdays We Drink Podcast on Instagram and at OWWD Podcast on Twitter. Go ahead, give us a follow, like, give us a comment, say hi, whatever you would like to do. We'd love to hear from you.
Alrighty, loves. Well, thank you for um, doing this like little time time machine with us. Oh, I know, Going right? Back, a blast <laughs> from the past. But remember to keep it wicked. And seize the day by the cupful. Bye, love. Bye, love.